0: Hello and welcome to Come and See, a home-centered, podcast-supported Come Follow Me. I'm Sam Renscher.
1: And I'm Wendy Renscher.
0: We are doing Mormon, uh, chapter 7 to 9, the end of of the Book of Mormon today. and uh,
1: Some really great stuff in these chapters. Unfortunately, we're only going to really discuss chapter 7, so you're going to be on your own to... Find all of the gold in eight and nine, but um, but we wanted to really dive into chapter seven and talk about um some of the amazing things that are promised in this chapter.
0: There really is some fabul fabulous things in the other chapters, so enjoy those. I think we'll we'll in fact be doing every verse in chapter seven. It's an it's amazing. Um, we're gonna start with verse one. And now, behold, I will speak somewhat unto the remnant of this people who are spared, if it so be that God may give unto unto them my words, that they may know of the things of their fathers, that I may speak unto you, ye remnant of the house of Israel. And these are the words which I speak. So this is Mormon, of course. He's talking directly to the descendants of the Lamanites. He's also talking to um
1: covenant israel
0: covenant israel
1: which is part of the awesomeness of this chapter um so this book the words that are written by the prophets in the book of mormon um they really are for us yes he was writing to the remnant of the house of israel um the the descendants of the lamanites but but he's also speaking to us as covenant israel and um are we treasuring and studying and, and really learning and letting the words of the Book of Mormon guide our lives and do the words in the Book of Mormon come to our mind and heart daily? Um, Those are, those are the things that are going to bless and help us to recognize the, the promises for covenant Israel. And um, it's one of, It's one of the blessings of being part of covenant Israel is the words from the Book of Mormon, these amazing prophets and the doctrine that we learn um, as we read and study this book.
0: Verse 1 also says that ye may know something. That know, I circled every time it said know um, in these verses in this chapter. Um, What is it that we are supposed to know? Well, the things of their fathers, what are the things of their fathers? Um, we also get just a little more from verse 2. Know, again know, know ye that ye are of the house of Israel. What are the things of their fathers? It's a covenant. Part of what what we should be learning as we read the Book of Mormon, part of what the Lamanites, or those who are remnant of the house of Israel, What are are we supposed to learn from the Book of Mormon? We're supposed to learn about the covenant.
1: Um, I think when I was younger, um, the temple and the Book of Mormon seemed very separate to me. Um, But as I've grown up maybe a little and and read the Book of Mormon more and gone to the temple more and studied more about the gospel and learned more about the covenants that our Heavenly Father makes, um, I see covenants all over in the book of mormon and those covenants are tied to the temple um in ways that i didn't recognize um as a younger person not that i'm saying that i'm old because i'm not old (laughs) that's right (laughs) but those covenants um you know hopefully when you're reading through this you're also thinking temple um as you read the book of mormon you know look for um how the temple ties in um, to the to the things that are happening in the Book of Mormon and the covenants here and the and the stories and they're so much more connected than maybe I recognized as a younger person.
0: It's a super good point. Verse three.
1: All right. Um, know ye that ye must come unto repentance, or ye cannot be saved.
0: I think that one's pretty straightforward. What What are we supposed to know here? We're supposed to know that we must repent.
1: Yeah. yeah and that that repentance is a gift that um, God gives us to be able to be a part of his house, the house of Israel, his covenant people. Yep. Verse four. Verse four. Know ye that ye must lay down your weapons of war, and delight no more in the shedding of blood, and take them not again, save it be that God shall command you.
0: Well, I I think specifically to the remnant to the uh Lamanite, um the remnant to the, the Native Americans, um yeah, you know, it's talking about maybe literally weapons of war, but you know, I've not ever used weapons of war against people so that that doesn't apply directly to me so what does i i think it's weapons of rebellion that we need to lay down our weapons of rebellion uh, i was i've been reading elder anderson's book on repentance again it's it's so good and he asks what is the most important commandment and he says it could very well be the one that you're most struggling with so what whatever weapon of rebellion of our choice, whatever it is that we are struggling with, we need to lay it aside. It must Put it deep into the earth and not take it up again.
1: Yeah, and and to recognize too, as we lay down those weapons of rebellion, um, sometimes especially younger people look at commandments as restrictions or something that that limits their freedom instead of expands and opens up that freedom but God is blessing us with commandments so that we can lay down those weapons of war. He's giving us commandments that are going to help us to get rid of the weakness and the sin and the rebellion that, you know, is part of that natural man. And the commandments are actually a blessing in laying down those weapons of war and becoming more like our savior. Verse
0: five. I love verse five. You mentioned the temple connection. I I see a strong temple connection in verse 5.
1: All right, here we go. Know ye that ye must come to the knowledge of your fathers, and repent of all your sins and iniquities, and believe in Jesus Christ, that he is the Son of God, and that he was slain by the Jews, and by the power of the Father he hath risen again, whereby he hath gained the victory over the grave, and also in him is the sting of death swallowed up.
0: So I have, I found six different things in that verse that were no things. What are we supposed to know? Well, one is know that you must come to a knowledge of your fathers. That is, again, I think connecting to the covenant and understanding that that covenant.
1: And also a knowledge of of our past, of the history of our past people. You know, the the modern history of pioneers and Joseph Smith and all those things, but also the ancient history of covenant Israel and what God has done for his covenant people, you know, both anciently and modernly.
0: Very much so. Um, Know that we must repent. I I think it's good that that's repeated. Uh, Know that you must believe in Jesus Christ. Know that he is the son of God know that he performed the atonement, and know that he was literally resurrected. Some of those also remind me of the restoration of the fullness of the gospel, the proclamation, because, again, it, it says that this church is is Anchored, anchored in. in the
1: perfect life of its chief cornerstone and in his, you know, infinite, infinite atonement, atonement and, and literal, literal resurrection. resurrection. That's exactly what I was
0: going to say. Yeah, well, that's because it's, were you really? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it just, you know, now that we've really studied or memorized that, it just stands out how often those truths are connected. Um, but it's also, you know, what the temple, you know, the temple is about getting to know um, our Savior, and it's about um, understanding his atonement and, and
1: his victory over the grave and his ability to, um, to, you know, bring to pass all things. Um, I also love and was reminded that again, and we've talked about this in previous podcasts, but you know, this is Jesus's story. Um, the book of Mormon is the story of our savior. And so where is Jesus in this chapter? he's everywhere in this chapter, um, you know, because he is the giver, uh, of the covenant and he is the one, um, that is asking us to lay down our weapons of, of rebellion. He's, you know, it's him that we believe in. It's him that, that allows us to gain victory over the grave. Um, it's him that redeems us. And so, again, as you read through these chapters, it's always good to be looking for where, where is Jesus in the story?
0: And he's everywhere, everywhere in it. Um, Verse 6, And he bringeth to pass the resurrection of the dead, whereby man must be raised to stand before his judgment seat. So another no is that all will be resurrected, that Jesus was resurrected and then all will be resurrected. You know, we went to a funeral for my uncle this last week, and um, any time you, you experience or go to a funeral or see people that you've known or are close to that have died, it, it makes the resurrection just that much more
1: happy, happy and
0: glorious <laughs> and amazing. And I can't even fathom how death could be faced if we didn't know about the resurrection.
1: Yeah. Uh, verse um, 7, it says, are we ready for 7? we?" we There's another little six. bit there
0: about being judged as well. And and that's important to know that all will be judged because it, it can help us in our behavior and how we go about life as knowing, yes, we will all be resurrected and then we will all be judged. That, yeah. is, that is as much a part of life as anything is. We'll all be resurrected, we'll all be judged. Yeah, let's jump to 7. Okay.
1: And he hath brought to pass the redemption of the world, whereby he that is found guiltless before him at the judgment day hath it given unto him to dwell in the presence of God, in his kingdom, to sing ceaseless praises with the choirs above, unto the Father, and unto the Son, and unto the Holy Ghost, which are one God in a state of happiness which hath no end. I have a heart on this verse because I love it. <laughs> I have
0: a heart on like every verse in this chapter. And it's so good.
1: Um, And one of the things that it reminds me of, um just that feeling of to dwell in the presence of God, like that is our goal. That's the eventual reality. It's not some mystical, magical thing out there. Like that's really what we're working towards. And as we're trying to keep the commandments and trying to you know do a, just a little bit better today than we did yesterday that is a that is a reachable goal because of our savior jesus christ but then it says to sing ceaseless praises with the choirs above um i've been you know we don't go to church every week but every other week we are and i've been leading the music um in in our sacrament meeting and um and i i have my mask on you know cause we're all at church and whatever mm-hmm. and and everybody else, or at least most people, have have masks on, and um, it it does make it a little harder connect, to connect with people and kind of see what's going on. But everyone's kind of looking down at their phones when they sing because because um, you know we don't have hymn books and all, and you know it's just kind of a weird a weird ish time. But I want to when I'm up there leading the music, sing ceaseless praises. I think we are so blessed, so lucky, so 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 blessed to know about heavenly father's plan for us and are we are we singing with that joy um you know when we're in sacrament meeting or when we're at home singing or you know are, are we praying with that kind of ceaseless joy um because of so many blessings that are promised to us from our heavenly father
0: It's great I love this verse as well. You know, we just barely read about here comes a judgment. You think, oh, dear, we are all going to be judged. But then the very next verse going into that, you know, Jesus um, came into the world so that we can all be redeemed and that we can be found spotless because of him and that we then will be happy, endless happiness. I love the endless happiness like who? like our heavenly fa- heavenly parents are endlessly happy so as we yeah. are learning to become like them through our savior what we're learning to be is endlessly happy
1: and who doesn't want that I, you know, see so many people in this world trying to do things to bring happiness into their lives and yet they're we already know what the right way to bring happiness uh, it reminds me of a a plaque in our house and it, it says to choose happiness is to choose god um and when we choose god that's what we're choosing we're choosing endless happiness yeah all right verse um eight.
0: eight we change a little bit in eight we we go beyond the no here so let's
1: okay let's see what comes next after we know what happens therefore repent and be baptized in the name of jesus and lay hold upon the gospel of christ which shall be set before you not only in this record but also in the record which shall come unto the Gentiles from the Jews, which record shall come from the Gentiles unto you.
0: It's awesome. So we hit therefore. So it's been no, 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 no through all these. What What is it that we should know through the Book of Mormon, through temples, through covenants? What should we know? And then you hit eight. Therefore, now that you know these things, it's time to do. It, it is action. I love
1: uh, the therefore. Therefore. Like, you know, Heavenly Father is all about helping us become. And so here's what I need you to know. Now you have to go to work and
0: therefore now what what is that work? Well it is to repent. So that's the third time and in, in just this eight verses. Eight verses we've been asked to repent or commanded. Uh make covenants and to lay hold on the gospel which we can learn from the Book of Mormon and the Bible, is what it says. And so there's our first three therefores. Repent, make covenants, and they hold on the gospel.
1: All right, verse 9. For behold, this is written for the intent that ye may believe that. And if ye believe that, ye will believe this also. And if ye believe this, ye will know concerning your fathers, and also the marvelous works which were wrought by the power of God among them. And ye will also know that ye are a remnant of the seed of Jacob. Therefore ye are numbered among the people of the first covenant. And if it so be that ye believe in Christ and are baptized, first with water, then with fire, and with the Holy Ghost, following the example of our Savior, according to that which he hath commanded us, it shall be well with you in the day of judgment. Amen.
0: It's great stuff. So verse 9 has no or sorry believe like five times why is the book of mormon written the book of mormon is written so that we will believe and know it says no a couple times here that uh, in 9 and the beginning of 10 so the book of mormon is written so that we will believe and know concerning the covenants and the marvelous works of god which is really awesome so that we can know that we are of the covenant people And if we believe in Jesus and make covenants with him and follow his example, then it will be well with us when we hit that judgment and well with us right now as we live.
1: It reminds me, those beliefs also remind me just of the reason that, you know, we had the missionaries over for a little message at our house this past week and, um, and this actually, their message wasn't actually to share the Book of Mormon with someone, but often um, that, of course, is, is the missionary message, you know, is there someone that you can share the Book of Mormon with? And that is the reason why, is because it was written to help people to know and believe in him. And as we are brave and, and follow the Spirit and share that message with others, they can also um, believe and know about our Savior Jesus Christ. Um, I also love the end of 10. Um, you know, we, we believe in Christ and then we make covenants with him um, and follow the example of our Savior um, according to that which he hath commanded us. When we are following the example of our Savior, um, as we believe and make covenants with him, it will be well with us. Um, that is the secret to happiness in life
0: amazing it's such a great chapter it's just right in the middle of all these war chapters and and the people are gathering together for the final battle and things are pretty rough but then here's this chapter where mormon says let me explain what the book of mormons for what this is really all about and in one it's less than one page he can kind of puts the whole gospel in perspective and helps us understand what it's all about which wendy just sealed up for us yeah
1: Well, we hope you have a great week uh, in your study of Mormon 7 to 9, and we'll see you next week.
0: Thanks.